I believe that veterans are the key to unlocking America's next golden age. By empowering and influencing one million veterans to transition well and become leaders in their communities, we can unlock our country's destiny and continue to change the world. My name is Bernard Bergen. Jordan Kessner is a serial entrepreneur that has a unique ability of combining his life experiences, his commitment to serving humanity, and his insights into solving tomorrow's problems into thriving businesses. An Army veteran, Jordan earned his degree in exercise science and did an internship with the United States Olympic Committee. Jordan is passionate about helping soldiers, first responders, and athletes tap into their dormant potential making peak performance a sustainable effort. His immense passion for innovation led Jordan to start Stealth Performance Communication, a wearable technology company specializing in the elimination of miscommunication in chaotic environments. Jordan also founded Warrior Within Athletics, a fitness apparel company dedicated to hiring homeless veterans. Let's get started. What would you say to your younger self as you was starting your military service? Hmm, that is a great question. Well, my military service was definitely cut short, but I would definitely would like to be able to tell myself to pay attention to the bigger picture and realize that everything connects to everything else because in the long run, it's the sum total of events that actually creates your future life. Wow, that's really clear. So the sum total of events, would you have taken that advice when you were starting your military career? <laughs> That's funny. That's a, probably even a better question. Definitely. I've always been open to advice. I wish I would like to say that I would have listened to myself, but I'm also very stubborn and hardheaded. So I tend to learn the hard way on a few things. And when it, when I do come to that realization, though, most of the time that previous information sticks even better. Okay. So your process is hear it, no. experience it, then see if it's real. And then try to apply it because not everyone understands everyone else's circumstances. So they can always try to give sound advice. Uh, but again, I feel like uh, sometimes you got to take what works and what's necessary and kind of disregard some of the other things, which is almost like a, a Bruce Lee approach to life. Okay. Now, as you continue to build your brand, your company, and serve beyond the uniform, when you get to talk to people considering serving, what do you usually share? Well, first of all, we're few and far between service members in general, male and female, and it takes a strong soul to take that journey. Uh, and I feel like that once you do, though, it, it sets you up and prepares you for other things in life because you can always uh, use your skills that are acquired and transition into different chapters throughout your life. Okay. And when you have that rare conversation, do you see any hesitation in people considering serving? Like you said, it attracted the right soul, and they're really just looking for how to maximize their opportunity to serve. Yeah, for the most part, there's usually some sort of protecting factor that's rare in people that, that I feel like that those end up going into some sort of, uh, of service. I do feel like that I can see that people who wouldn't be nervous in that type of a situation as far as going and, and sacrificing your entire life, especially when country tends to not appreciate that as much as they did in the past or as much mm -hmm. as they should now. So I think that that is a huge factor that is keeping people from making that critical sacrifice for freedom. So hopefully in the future, Future, we can kind of change the morale around that and around how we treat our soldiers when they come back home. Wow. I think that's going to help 
as our show, our audience increases, just the messages of consider what you have because of those who served will continue to ring true. And I think you said it so well that at times we don't consider the delicate balance that the freedoms we have and the defenders of those freedoms is why we're able to prosper and flourish in this country. Yes, 100%. That's definitely overlooked. Uh, It's a sad state, but hopefully that changes. Yeah. Okay. I think this is our toughest question. When I say military transitions, if you can, one word answer, what would you say? Necessary. It's uh, necessary. And the reason why I say necessary is not only is it necessary for the soldier, but it's necessary for society. Um, We tend to have our best future leaders that come out of situations where they've been taught discipline and to a completely different level. And since we have a lack of parenting in today's society, they tend to want the government to parent. Uh, Mm. The best form of government parenting is the military. (laughs) And uh, so as opposed to letting them have a handout in the situation, we should try to give a hand up and uh, teach some people how to be future leaders of America. Okay. I wrote that down. Our best future leaders typically come from the military. Any specific leaders you can point to or any experiences that back up that statement? I think that there are numerous situations. I mean, a simple one on hand that you you and I both can relate to is Bill Gates coming from his uh, family's uh, military background and being able to not only implement philanthropy at an older age because he understands how that kind of basically benefits the world. But at the same time, he also has a very disciplined background that allows him to create a world-renowned business and thus be able to give back. So there's a cycle of events that come out of that. And most of the companies uh, that are on Fortune 500 situations and stuff like that not only have international connections, but they have world-renowned leadership. And for the most part, it does come from a military-based background. Uh, They even have corporate trainers that go in and consult and coach people in business related aspects through a military background or discipline. So you would actually be very surprised on how many people run the country that are military background. Wow. I think that's like a hidden message that many people need to hear. Because if you know that Bill Gates's father was a veteran, and those values had to transfer to his son, then what you're seeing is not so beyond reach. And for the veterans community and the military community, we then also have a challenge, that necessary challenge, to use the word, to spread those values and continue to build companies and environments and communities that change the world. Exactly. From a military background, usually you're going to have the type of individual that does without asking. So without you having to ask or direct, a lot of times they understand what their job is, what the scope of that job is, and what they can actually um, be able to get done in their position. And uh, usually they tend to lead the way on their own. So if you have a self-sustaining company because of individuals that keep moving forward, then that's less of a managerial headache on the back end. Mm, Okay. I'm going to segue into the next question so you can continue to expand on that leadership and management that I know you bring to the table. Tell us about what you do now and tell us what started you on this journey. Well, I grew up on a farm. So we had to have a little bit of uh, entrepreneurial ingenuity in order to be able to get a few things accomplished that didn't necessarily exist. So my grandfather did a lot of uh, things around the around the home that allowed me to kind of see some sort of uh, simple innovation. 
So I always had this creative side. Um, going into the military, my I would be on path to be a captain right now, but unfortunately was uh, existing prior to service discharge for asthma, even though that it, uh, but I learned a lot being in the military. So after being able to see some of the problems with communication, I ended up going into getting my degree in exercise science. So I combined the use of exercise-related technology and communication technology, and now I have developed a wearable where we can eliminate miscommunication in chaotic environments. So it's perfect for military, police sectors, medical fields, and even sporting events. And then just from a leadership perspective, I have a company where we're focused on hiring homeless veterans in order to help us implement screen print and sell t-shirts. So it's just another way to give back to the community that I love so much. Okay. Okay. Now, you touched on always having that maker, tinkerer, entrepreneurial spirit. How did you continue to develop that? Well, actually, my career was cut short in the military. So I had a few ideas uh, for innovation, which I'll still kind of go down eventually for uniform innovation within the military, but never got an opportunity to necessarily speak to the right people. So once my career was cut short, I basically was had a life altering moment that I needed to transition from my military career into my new life. And so during that phase, I went through some homelessness and bad decisions, uh, a few different things that kind of led to one thing that led to another. So that's where I have a, a soft spot with regards to homelessness and especially homelessness amongst veterans is because they tend to not realize the actual abilities or opportunities that they have. And that's something that I want to highlight on for them and spotlight. But then I got my degree and then have combined, like I said, all of that technology into creating this communication device just to make some sort of life-saving situations for the military and the Department of Defense, and then also be able to incorporate my life to be back into that atmosphere, basically what has driven me to do this. But for the NFL, it's a communication device that you could use for two-minute drills, for audibles. Uh, you virtually can eliminate a huddle entirely and uh, be able to communicate with your team on an encrypted message system. So it, it will have military specs, but it will be used for baseball, football, potentially basketball, and a few other sports as well. Wow. I think the, the two parts that are standing out to me is that you live in an unstoppable way. You hit your speed bumps. You get that larger view that hitting a speed bump causes. But when you land, you continue the direction that you were always intending to go. What makes that something that you possess? And is that something that you can teach others or point mm -hmm. others to a source, mm -hmm. a book, a story, a class that could help them build that type of resilience, especially for our veterans? Wow. Mm, that is a profound question. So I have actually, in a way, been trying to uh, self-assess that type of situation to see why this is not a common type of mentality. And that in itself is very, very, very hard to explain. Uh, we're actually studying in neuroscience right now uh, what makes the difference between Kobe Bryant scoring 82 points in a game versus scoring eight. And there's a huge neurological factor that plays into that. So that's something that we're trying to prime athletes to be able to perfectly optimize neurological output and levels in order to facilitate the best case scenario. And I don't know if it's my extreme competitiveness uh, physically that has made me an extreme competitor mentally. 
thus it translates into a business world or basically anything that I apply it to. And that's something that I try to teach individuals is to see that everything connects to everything else. So if it's good or bad or whatever, there's some sort of a net outcome of that, whether it's positive or negative, it still goes into your sum of events, which ultimately creates your outcome. So you can either learn from it or let it set you back. And um, I think that that's a certain type of mentality that you have to have. I don't know what exactly if that's a certain breed of person. And that's why we have, you know, less than 1% of the population serving in the military. So it's kind of hard to explain less than 1% of the population is in professional sports. So Mm. I think that that specific mentality is what makes the difference. Okay. Wow. But you can apply it to anything, so don't be held back if you're not necessarily physical specimen, but you have to get a clear focus with your mind, know your goal, be able to envision it, and then step by step, just chip away at your goal. Because if you can see the long term and you can see a path, you can get there. The problem is that people having lofty goals that don't necessarily harmonize with their skill set, that's when you go down a terrible path because you're trying to create something that your skill set doesn't harmonize with. If you can harmonize that, you're not just your potential, but your actual outcome will be much higher. I like that. Goals that harmonize with your skill set. Yeah. 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 And I think that's something, like you mentioned, people can self-assess and see, do I have it in me to become X? And if so, what are the small steps to get me there? Exactly. Okay. What values from the military do you bring to your companies, to your communities, to your families? What are the top values? Dedication and loyalty, I think, are the, are the two of the biggest things that are just absolutely critical because if you can have that dedicated along with a loyal personality and background, as long as you can develop a skill set, you can almost train anybody. That's a huge critical point of being an employee. And then obviously, you have to kind of search for that skill set. But from a leadership perspective, you have to be loyal to your employees, which will end up creating a better atmosphere in the long run and then thus a better output. So it's a win win for everyone as opposed to kind of the 1980s approach of people or numbers so you can cut people in order to uh, increase profits. I think that's one of the worst approaches. So dedication and loyalty to your employees will ultimately create a better outcome, which creates a better product for your customer. Thus, the cycle continues. I really like that. I think everyone can value that message of just being dedicated to the processes of what you have to do each day. And I love that you tied loyalty to your employees because it's a very military concept in terms of being loyal to your brothers and sisters in arms and accomplishing the mission together in a way that we know if we fail, we can potentially derail the mission. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And then if you self-responsibility, so that's another thing is I feel like a lot of people kind of overlook the responsibility that they owe to themselves and their family around them. And and if everyone would take this type of mentality and approach, we probably would lose at least 70% of the issues in the country. Wow. It's a high, high number, but I believe you. Yeah, a lot of it has a has a lot to do with self responsibility. It's always someone else's fault. Uh, when you can uh, when you figure out that you ultimately make the decision of yes or no or the outcome, you can start controlling a lot more in your life than you realize, and then the law of attraction becomes a much more beautiful situation. Mm, I like that. Now, as an employer, I know that you have conversations with other employers looking to employ veterans. 
or even partner with veterans like yourself, what do you say to those employers or to those potential partners? As far as the employers go, some people have some negative outlooks when it comes to veterans, especially homeless veterans, um, because they feel like that there could be some sort of mental disorder or problem due to PTSD and things like that. The biggest thing that we need is not to give them a handout. They need a hand up opportunity because that changes their entire mentality and approach because they're used to having a purpose. So that we need to uh, continue to facilitate the purpose for them, which could not only save their lives, but their entire family. There's a lot to, to deal with this. Uh, and it's our obligation as citizens to be able to provide opportunities opportunities back for our veterans because they sacrifice so much for us. So that's number one and foremost. Uh, as far as partnership goes, you know you're going to have a loyal partner, someone who's dedicated to leadership and usually can handle uh, major problems, major stressful situations that normal individuals will break under. So I think that that's another facet that could be added into an executive position. Yeah. And being a startup founder, you experience the pressures of scale, the pressures of hiring, the pressures of leading every single day. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah, they're super, super significant. And uh, I don't think that being a startup entrepreneur is for everyone. And that's another reason why we have to give small businesses a larger opportunity in the United States. Uh, I know that some people look into to business regulation and they only think about Walmart, but you have to realize that this actually will affect all small businesses. And we just need more moralistic leaders like myself uh, to be able to take care of their employees. But at the same time, we need to have a free market system that allows small businesses to grow and innovate um, because stifling companies like myself are only going to cause more problems in the long run, especially when I'm looking for solutions for certain situations. So always keep that in mind. Yeah. So Staying right there, would you say then that veterans, because of the pressures, would do well as small business owners, even startup entrepreneurs? Yes. I think that people that do the startup entrepreneurs either have to come from one of, I mean, three major backgrounds. You either have to have someone who's of military background like myself, someone who's been through major hardships also myself, <laughs> or you have to come from immense amount of money, which is not myself. So there's three different options there. The, the first two I feel like are actually better. And the reason why I feel like that those are better is because they teach you uh, the ability to have to deal without. So you have to live a lot without having a lot. You have to make hard decisions without having a lot. And by being able to do that, you can become more streamlined and uh, strategic, even with money that comes into your company. So that's where the third situation, you're just lucky because you have a lot of money. You can make stupid decisions and get out of it. And about the only, you know what I mean? There's, there are smart people that are immensely rich, but at the same time, I feel like that they overspend on a lot when they're trying to create things. And so this frugalness along with strategic money and ability to use money usually comes from military backgrounds or hardships. Okay. I like that. Similar Thanks. to an athlete. You have a lot of athletes that come from a, a hardship background. Uh, Kevin Durant is a prime example, but was found in middle school shooting free throws at like a YMCA, basically. And someone saw him, thought he was a high schooler, thought he was like an all-state basketball player, and come to find out he was in like seventh or eighth grade, but came from a very hard background. His coach died. There's several different things that he had to deal with along the way that made him who he is. Yes, he had the genetic potential, but the mentality that he created came from years of hardship. And I think that gives you that compassion competitive edge. Yeah, I think that's very clear. You know, it helps, you know, those who are serving, those who are veterans, embrace the pain of what long deployments look like, what mm -hmm. the training environment looked like, and realize it builds this resilience, 
this decision-making process and this internal strength that if pointed at their purpose or pointed to support leaders, that they can do some phenomenal things with what they do next. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I feel like that that's even a major output, even though it wasn't in the military, even a person like Elon Musk put himself through a year of living off of $1 a day in order to see what that actually felt like and having to deal with it in order to make better, smarter, more economical based decisions for his company. So I feel like in the long run, like with military personnel and having to deal with long-term deployments, having to deal with the ability to have to almost in a way live off the land gives you an ability to to have a different outlook of what's necessary at a certain time in order to build the ability to scale, which scalability is probably one of the most critical factors of a company. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. I think that's going to help so many veterans pursuing business and just living the entrepreneurial mindset, that mind state, because you're not approaching it any stress at all. You just see problems to solve and you see the solutions and you see what it takes to implement those solutions. Exactly. Now, when you do get to talk to service members who are preparing to leave the service, what do you usually say and how do you help them stay focused? I would say that most of the world is not prepared for tomorrow's problem. However, we are a unique group of individuals that have not only solutions for most of the problems, but the will and endurance to actually make it to those solutions, which is a much more critical factor than just thinking of a solution, but the actual execution of it. So in the long run, remember that you're a rare breed and that we need you in order to have a future. Wow. I like how you put that. Prepared for tomorrow's problems. Exactly. Now, there are so many veteran service organizations out there and the veterans community continues to grow. What would you say to this demographic of veterans and those who love and support veterans? First of all, continue to make solutions and opportunities available for veterans. Uh, we need to take care of anyone who has served our country, especially when they come back home and we don't have options for them. We need to remember that we need to create solutions here before we can create solutions globally. Not that global issues are not a problem, because they certainly are, but we need to fix domestic-related problems first in order to have the support to fix global problems. Um, so always remember that and remember that most veterans have the entire world in their heart or else they wouldn't serve the way they do. We go and fight so many battles for other countries that it's, uh, it's almost ridiculous at this point. And that's something that people need to realize is that just because we say a America first or, or we look for solutions here does not mean that we don't care about problems abroad. Um, that just means that we need to create a solution that we can then spread globally. And I feel like that that's a big deal. Wow. Well said. Well said. All right. Let's talk about your reading list and what book would you recommend mm -hmm. to the Veterans Leadership Blog podcast listeners? Ooh. Although I'm a little against some of his uh, globalist views lately, but Peter Thiel's Zero to One is an absolutely incredible book. There is, uh, I can't remember the author's name, but it's called Faster, Higher, Stronger. Uh, and it's like the science of athletic development is a great book that you can actually use towards all sorts of different business uh, outlooks, but it's just a very good insight. And you guys have one, one more good one. Just to get the creativity flowing, The Alchemist is always a great one mm. to start out with if you haven't got an opportunity to read that. Okay. I think those are great additions to the reading list. 
I haven't read zero to one myself or faster, higher, stronger. So definitely looking yeah, forward to those. Really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Zero to one is an absolutely incredible book, especially for entrepreneur development. Um, just always keep humanity in mind when you're creating the next solution. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay. Now, how can our listeners follow your work and connect with you? And what parting piece of guidance do you have for our listeners? Um, Well, if you want to stay connected, you can always find myself on LinkedIn. It's uh, Jordan Kessner. It's J-O-R-D-O-N as opposed to A-N-K-E-S-T-N-E-R. And you can find me on LinkedIn as well as Twitter and other social medias. And our website is stealthperformancecommunication.com and warriorwithinathletics.com. And so the Warrior Within Athletics allows us to hire homeless veterans as we grow. It's a very good uh, cause if you want to support that. And then self-performance communication is the future of chaotic communication, especially in-game communication for sports. So we're open for investors at the moment. If you would like further information about that, you can contact us. And then as far as future device, let's just remember to keep humanity in your thoughts. There's a lot of things that are going on on the, on the planet right now. And if we can create solutions that also can save humanity, those are, are some big deals. Um, and just because we don't do something globally, remember, does not mean that we're not focused on it here domestically so that we can spread a solution globally. You have to always take into consideration the fact that if we send money somewhere, if it doesn't get into the right hands, it's probably not going to be used correctly. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Well, Jordan, thank you again for being on the show. Thank you for all you shared. Thank you for inspiring our businessmen, our entrepreneurs that are in the veteran space and just at times feel disconnected to the solutions. And thank you as well for the challenge to keep humanity in mind. Yes, sir. Thank you for the opportunity to be on your show. Greatly appreciate it. You're very welcome. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. And thanks again for lending your expertise.